0: Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we talk about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now today, as promised, we will be going over the second part of the currency pairs. What pairs that I trade and why? Why do I like these pairs? Why am I attracted to them more than others? Because, of course, I could just give you a list here and say, oh, yeah, it's EURUSD, Great British Pound, JPY, USD CAD. That's it. That's the, that's the show. But you want to know why I actually pick these pairs over all the others, why they are my favorites. So let me go over that now and let me, I guess, preface it with this. If you are a breakout trader, smart money concepts, price action, a beginner, This is for you because I'm going to be basically going over, hey, this one worked really well when I was a breakout trader. I love price action right now and my mentor was a smart money concepts trader. That's where I made my bread and butter at the very start of my game. So I feel like I am in quite a good position to comment on these and say, hey, this works really well. And in saying that, let's start off with a really good smart money concept pair and also one that's really good for price action. It is, of course, probably the king of kings, Euro USD. It's probably one of the most heavily traded, if not the most heavily traded pair out there. And it's fantastic for price action and for smart money concepts. Now, why is this? Because it's heavily traded, institutions love to jump in. That means there's also more volatility. So on the smart money concept side, if the institutions are in here trading, there's the first thing you need, an actual institution in there. But also, it's easier, and I describe it as this way, finding their footprints. Before an institution hops in, you're seeing if they're printing out certain candles, maybe you're looking at awesome oscillator, you're looking at momentum, volatility in the market, orders, you can see when they're hopping into the market. But that is the whole crux of why it's so good. Because when you are searching for their footprints, when they are on a heavily traded pair that has a lot of volatility, To make an indent in that pair, they've got to go hard and they've got to go fast. So when they're hopping in, it's a lot easier, they're not as subtle as they are with maybe some other pairs. Now for those of you that think I'm talking absolute trash, look at a smart money impact on a minor pair compared to a major pair and you will see the difference. Maybe not straight away, but over time. In the months that you're back testing, you can see that there is a difference. And if you stick to uh, smart money concepts and that's what you decide to trade, I do feel like that is going to be quite a large advantage of you. For you, I should say. Because, of course, Forex currencies, they are a finite object. So in order for the banks to put in their orders when they're competing against so many people, they obviously have to take out a lot of people as well do some other stuff in order to get their larger orders filled. And you'll see, go and back test it, just like I did for a long period of time, just like my mentor showed me, and you will see the same things happening over and over and over again, especially on these major pairs like EUR/USD. Sometimes they're almost identical. It's fantastic to hop in. And in saying that, price action is fantastic as well. Because there is a lot of volatility when you get it right. Yes, you get it right. And it will probably work out quite quickly, which is a bonus. But it will also, you know, you'll be able to probably get more pips per trade that you are entering. Now, obviously, the opposite is true. If it goes wrong, it's going to be harsh. It's going to hit you. And that's the same for smart money concepts as well. When it goes wrong, it's going to go wrong. It's going to go wrong quick, right? But in saying that, I actually kind of like it. Because I'd rather not be on, let's say, a minor currency pair with a little bit of volatility that's gonna hang around for a few hours, and then take me out. I'd rather you just free up my margin so then I can hop into another trade and maybe place one or two more, something along those lines. Rather not wait around. But again, in printing out uh, these price action candlesticks, if you've got a good strategy, you've got the indicators on, that move is just gonna <laughs> appear. And then you're able to hop in and just basically jump in and go for it, which allows you, even on the one-hour time frame, something that I trade on, to maybe do multiple entries in the day, which is very hard to do on minor pairs. So the ability to make money there for a price action trader is really good. I enjoy it. Um, And because these candlesticks are being printed out at such a rate and there is a lot of volatility behind them, usually... It's a lot easier and you do not have to wait as long for the next move to be made, right? On the lower volatility pairs with price action traders looking at the price action, obviously if it's consolidating, obviously there's not a lot of volatility, there's no room for you to enter the market, hence why it's so good. Negative though is your breakout traders, Because it doesn't consolidate, you're not really getting any accumulation phases, any accumulation of distribution phases, realistically not that often. It's the opposite effect. Um, So you're not really going to get these breakouts and being a past breakout trader, I'd actually favour the minor pairs. But let's go on to another one that I really like in terms of major pairs, something that I do trade on quite often. And that would be the USD. JPY, it's fantastic. It's a really good pair, and actually, I'll probably clump this together with USD CAD as well because, oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fit in three. I'll fit in three. Let's talk about the USD JPY first. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Because it's quite good. Japanese yen is a very stable pair, and with the high volatility that is in USD. I find it's very easy to start predicting what is going to be going on. I say very easy, but in comparison to other pairs, I find this pair a lot easier. It is more predictable in what is going to happen. As we said, the Japanese currency, very, not strong, but I guess it is, but in another sense, because of its strength, just it just is easier to predict. We don't have... Big liquidity runs coming all the time. It just doesn't hit as hard. I feel it's a safer pair. So if you are a beginner, USD JPY in terms of major pairs that I would usually say stay away from is actually quite good. Because as I said, you're not going to get as much market manipulation per se. Um, It's not as hard hitting. I have seen one recently in saying that in the Great British Pound JPY pairs. It's a minor one. But... Nevertheless, it still is a JPY pair. So I do want to say it does happen, but maybe not as much as I have seen in other major and minor pairs, which is good if you are a beginner. Also, I feel as if with USDJPY, there are less periods of consolidation. There's a lot more ranging. So if you are a price action trader with your counter trend or trading, Really nice to hop in at these levels. Really easy to find your support and resistance, as well as imbalances. So it's great for targeting. I find it really easy to put my take profits in, as well as my stop losses, because I can find good areas that the market is actually, like, seriously respecting, or seriously pushing off. They like to respect areas in the Japanese yen. Not the whole year, if we're talking about December, January as a whole, of course, no... Maybe there'll be a month or two in there throughout the year, depending on financial news where it's not that good, but I really like it for that reason. Easy to put my take profits in, easy to put my stop losses. So again, if you are a price action trader, it's really good here. If you're a smart money concepts trader, again, because it is a major pair, same rules apply as before, it's nice to hop in. And I'd say if you are starting somewhere with smart money concepts and you wanted to trade a major pair, this one's really nice. So let's move on to the third one that I was going to talk about now, which is USD CAD. Considered a major pair by purists, maybe not considered a major pair, right? But I like to say that it is. This is a really good one. This is a really good one because if you are a breakout trader, this is. Pair can consolidate. I have seen it happen multiple times where it consolidates in smaller chunks rather than larger ones. So if you are on the one hour, this is probably gonna suit you a bit more than 15 minutes, but it consolidates and then you will see big moves to the upside. So as a breakout trader, that's something that you want to hop on. You might be saying, Alex, why do you care about that? You're not a breakout trader. Because there's a decent amount of volatility in there. I do find that this area has some very good setups because of the volatility it will basically once every two days i'll have another setup there and then i'll have another setup and then i'll have another setup usd cad even though the countries are right next to each other and i usually say stay away this is the exception this is the exception to that rule there is a nice difference between what the us dollar does and what the canadian dollar does even though, obviously, the two countries are heavily linked that are import and export, all that good stuff. It does have the volatility behind it. It can range. So again, if you're a beginner, it's a good pair to start on. I'd still say the JPY is better, but hey, that's what I would be looking at here. So this is what I'll be talking about today in terms of major pairs, because I don't want to go on for 20 minutes. In the part three, I'll be going over what minor pairs that I like as well um, for certain reasons. And I'll go over it like this. Might be slightly different and probably more aimed towards the breakout traders rather than smart money concepts and price action. But again, uh, I will be divulging why I like these pairs, why it's really good. And then in part four, I'm going to be going over what you should be staying away from from the pairs that i don't like for beginners for intermediates and for everyone i think there's just some pairs that just don't really work well again they might just not work well for me but i need to say this because sometimes i have uh students come to me and say oh i'm trading on this pair and i go how well do you do on that pair oh i don't know or uh yeah not the best and you just go well i can tell you why because this pair doesn't suit that It's a pair that suits this kind of trading style, for example. So that's what I'll be going over in the upcoming ones. I think I'll break it off. I'll do part one and part two here. And then I might come to part three and part four a little bit uh, further down the line as we do have um, a number of questions. However, if you want me to bring it out faster, you know how to get to me. My email is roadtoforex at gmail.com. Uh, The link to talk to me, have a free meeting, whatever you want to do, is the link description here. Or just, again, email me. Anyway, guys, that is it from me. I hope you've had a wonderful day. Uh, Smash it out in trading this week, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.